So I spoke about this once before. I just want to maybe go back to it because it's, it's so important. Uh, so we have this week in this week's parsha we have the pasuk of I'll tell you so much. Hashem um, Hashem uh, so the Pusik tells me that the Russian is only asking for the following. He's just asking for the following. He's asking for Yira, to follow in all of Hashem's ways, to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with your whole lab and your whole nefesh, and to keep all of the mitzvahs and the chukah. So that's all he's asking. Right? Small, small thing. Uh, you know, he's just asking for a, a major request. I'm just asking for five billion dollars, right? You know, I'm asking you for Yira for Ava. Okay, maybe that maybe that's easy uh, to go in all of Hashem's ways to serve Kadosh Baruch Hu totally with all of your heart and your your and your uh, your nefesh and to keep all of the mitzvahs. Um, now Chazal come along and focus on the beginning of the pasuk. Is is Yira Milsuzutrazi? So Chazal see that the, the main point of the pasuk is is Yira, which is difficult to understand because really the pasuk does not seem to differentiate between Yira and the rest of the pasuk. Chazal uh, say that that the 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 only thing everything is Shemaim is every So means everything is in the the, the hands of Kadosh Baruch Hu. Yira is in our hands. So well, that's not the because the pasuk says Rosh was asking that from you. He's also asking Ava and doing all the mitzvahs, and he's also he's asking all these other things as well. So why do Chazal seem to focus specifically on 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 those? See that the main point is the concept of Yira, and everything else seems to be uh, secondary in the pasuk. So that's one problem in the pasuk, which needs to be explained. Mr. Shorim, in his introduction, focuses on the pasuk, and he focuses on a different point. So, um, what exactly is the message of the Pasuk? Uh, so, in the, in the introduction of Mesil Sashorim, the goal of Mesil Sashorim, of the Ramchal, is to dispel these misinformation, the misunderstanding of what true Hasidus is. People have this picture of these people who are very pious, that they were rolling in the snow and they were fasting, all these wonderful things. Is that that's not true Hasidus. True Hasidus, the Hasidim didn't exist at his time. Chesidus means that the way the way it's used by the Rishonim is a person who goes way beyond the letter of the law and is totally dedicated to Avodas Hashem, as opposed to the Mishnah uses his language that it's tzaddik, it does tzaddik, does the right thing, he does what's required by the by the, by, by the Torah. The Chosid is miskasi, he does a chesed, he goes beyond that. So how far beyond that? <laughs> as much as you can go. So he says, so what is true Chesidus? So he says he's going to look at the, the pasuk. Mishi is born in Bam Yira. Shein Chasidus in the first page. Shein Chasidus totally boisim hadvarim sheichashru hamischastim hatipshim. Chasidus is not dependent upon those actions that these foolish people who are trying to be Chasidim think. It's, it's the true Chasidus is coming to be a sholim, being a being a, a complete person. Chacham Rabbi who Mashem Moshe Ben Olam Sholim Melamdenu. Moshe Ben is teaching us in this pasuk. What that is, he brings the pasuk. We'll tell you so much. I'm like Hashem. What does Hashem want? He in the Yira, the lechus bechol drachah, lava, lava. Does Hashem? This version mitzvah Hashem is chukasah. 
So in one positive, two really, Mashabeno has included all of the different parts of the true avoider that a person would want to do to be able to be be rotsi to Hashem, to find favor in Hashem's eyes. Vehema yira, halicha bidrochav, ha'ava shlemus alei v'shmiras kolamitzus. So these are the five things: yira, halicha bidrochav, ava shlemus alei v'shmiras kolamitzus. Um, now he goes through them one by one what they are what they are here he yiris ramamusa yisborach shiyam lefonov kemashiyam lefnei malakolav anera so yira means yiris ramamus um, as opposed to yiris arnish it's a deal of being the awe that one has in the presence of, of, of somebody of great stature you're not worried about that he's going to punish you and that's not the point you're not afraid you just stand in awe of that individual so you memela you feel you very distinctly you feel this the gap between yourself and an individual a person stands in the presence of Marshall Feinstein. A person stood in the, in the presence of the stipler, you just feel so small compared to him. You this person is way beyond you. So your feeling is this feeling of the of the recognizing the, the gap and the distance between you. Now the Raman when he talks about the midst, the concept of Yira, he stresses that very much the concept of Yira is the awareness of the of the smallness of man compared to a Kodesh Baruch. A year to Arnish, uh, it's obviously something which is a great motivator to do mitzvahs. That's not what the Pasuk is referring to. Because Yir Sarnish, at the end of the day, is not about Hashem. It's about yourself. It's a motivator, but it's a shlodi shmo. Uh, I don't want to do, I, I, I'm afraid to do averas, and I do mitzvahs because I'm worried about the, the, the punishment and I want to get reward. So it's about me at the end of the day. It's not about Hashem. So there's something lacking in the person's avoda where a person acts based on Yir Sarnish. Uh, it's a good, it's a very good motivator. Um, and uh, the the gro speaks about the idea of people trying to skip steps, and it doesn't work. So it's it's necessary and it's important, and it is it is the true part of a person's avoda, but it's not the goal. Talking about the, the idea of the chosid, the shleimus amiti, is a person as yiras He's just aware of a kodesh baruch presence to the point that he feels in awe. You realize you're in the presence of the king. Um, every moment, so every moment, whatever you're doing, you have this feeling of the awareness of Hashem's presence, and therefore you 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 act accordingly. You're in the presence of a melakodal. This is the um, Ramah in the beginning of Arachayim, beginning of Yeshua Aruch. The first Ramah says that a person uh, doesn't open his mouth, doesn't talk, doesn't do anything in the presence of a male of God like he does when he's in his own home. So, Shri Hashem and Summit is this idea that it's a constant awareness of Hashem's presence in our lives. That's the true year. So if that's true, when I'm simply sitting in my home, obviously when I'm davening to Hashem, I'm going to be very, very, I'm going to be have this tremendous awareness of Hashem's presence and stand in awe of that as I daven. Um, so, or, or I'm winning Hashem's Torah. So that's Yira. So if, if you get there, that sounds great, right? That, that's quite an accomplishment. So all of the Midas types that a person has is followed by following Hashem's way. So basically, this is saying that a person should act. 
with the true yashras, with the mesilas shorim, the path of the of the the ones that were going yashra, they're going straight. They're, they're following the right way. Chacham is telling this: Kol shitiversal yisav, mitiversal min adam. Whatever is going to bring a person to true, being truly being a giver, truly being mate to others. So that will bring Torah and will bring the, the society living together in a way which is which is which is safe and healthy. All that is included in Halicha Bidrachov. Ava is an expression of love to the point that I want to give to Kaddish Baruch I want to make Hashem happy. By the way, I would want to do that for a relative, a parent, a wife, a child. If that, that Hashem is not receiving the Nachas Ruch from me, it'll bother me. If Hashem is not receiving the Nachas Ruch from other people, it'll also bother me. If somebody is, is hurting my parents, hurt insulting my parents, and giving them pain in some way, it's going to bother me because I care about my parents. I care about their feelings. We can all then. I would be. I would, the 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 canals comes. Uh, I just want to parenthetically talk about that for a second. So we mentioned that from the Rashiva uh, the, the differences between. Um, kanos and pros, the, the true kanos for Hashem, being a kanoi for Hashem, being there who's this 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 individual who's standing up for Hashem's covet, and being just a wild person who's using his excuse and opportunity to have a good time to let out all of his negative wildness. Um, but I think over here that the the clue I think would be in the two sides of this. The same way, if I've, if I've, the, the, the root of, of kina is from the concept of Ava, the Shlom is saying. So when you love Hashem, you want to give him nachas ruach, you want, to make, you, you want to give to him, you want to make him happy. And you feel bad if you're not making him happy, or if somebody else is not making him happy. It also means you feel good when somebody else is making Hashem happy. If you have the true, when I see people doing mitzvahs, I feel gavaldic about it. Oh, Hashem is so happy, I feel good about it. I'm not doing it. You know, and they're going to get the reward, not me. And I'm, but I'm so happy for Hashem. My, I, if I truly love my parents, when my my siblings are doing the right thing visiting my parents, even though I'm not, I'm happy for my parents. At least some of their kids are doing the right thing, right? Right? I am not, so I should be jealous. They're getting preferred treatment, etc. No, no, I mean, that's that might there might be a reason for that as well. But right now, I'm focusing on how much I, I'm happy my parents that, that that they're receiving such nachas from these individuals. So then I have a right to say I feel bad when they're not receiving that that that, that nachas. So that the kanos is if I truly feel goodness and happiness when somebody else does mitzvahs, I have a right to say I, I feel bad when somebody else doesn't do mitzvahs. But when nobody else does mitzvahs, I say ah, I'm, 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 I'm sort of like jealous and I'm more focused on myself. So it's not about Hashem, it's about me. So all of a sudden when it comes to the opposite, it's about Hashem. We're fooling ourselves when we say that. So I think that's a very good litmus, litmus test. If you want to know which one it is, I think I mentioned to you once uh, the Misa with the 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 Manchester Rosh Hashiva. So um, he 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 started a yeshiva in Manchester, the first yeshiva in the city of Manchester in England. The man was a tzaddik nifla. The man was a tremendous tamachacham. Tamal of the chavah. He learned the chavah. He started the yeshiva. It never really took off in a major way. Uh, there was the city was going for a while. Eventually, there was some other individual, other young. Individuals younger than him, 
who wanted to start a yeshiva, and they went to the, the, the Mitzvah Yeshiva, they asked Rishos that they could start another yeshiva in the city before they started. And he gave them Rishos. Uh, a while later, this other yeshiva started, and so it became very successful. So the right people were going there, it was a full of Tamidim, there was a beautiful Kultura, and his yeshiva was still fairly empty. One night he's walking, late at night he walks by the, the other base Medrash, and there's this beautiful Kultura coming out of it. And he said to, uh, I'm not sure who was, somebody was accompanying him, he says, you know, the Yitzhar came to me, and they said, he, he said, you know, Yeshiva Rishos, this is not another Yeshiva. If there's another Yeshiva here, for sure Yeshiva is not going to be successful. And if you said, right, and you maybe eventually Yeshiva will take off. But if you start another Yeshiva, forget it, you're, you're, you're done. And the Yitzhar came to me, and I overcame him, and I said, no, it's, 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 it's the covenant Hashem that should be. Look at this beautiful Kotar, which would have been lost had I not overcome the Yitzhar. See, he was having a nachas that Hashem was having this beautiful kultura from this other yeshiva, which was the competition to his yeshiva. That person has the right to have kanos when people aren't doing the right thing. Because he has love for Hashem when people are doing the right thing, even though it's, in many ways it's diminishing him. But I'm not focused on me, I'm focused on Hashem. So I have a right to have kanos. Now that, that thing is a litmus test. Okay. So if you're ever planning on doing any kanos, right? right so somebody's talking in shul. Uh, not that it ever happens, Chasasholim, and it bothers you very much because it's not the proper decorum for the shul. So you go sha sha sha, and you make the guy you know be quiet, right? It's, of course, making more noise and, and more disturbance by doing that. Um, but you know, and you're very proud of yourself that you're a kanoi for Hashem. Um, so you should first make sure you pass this litmus test. Shlemus Olev, kushati avayda lefonim yisbarak b'tarah kavona. I should serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the, with the for the proper with the proper reason, the proper focus. The Hanol of Haklis, Avadosoy Bovad, Bolad Shum Pinyachar. I serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu because I want because that's my, that is my goal, serving Hakadosh Baruch Hu, not that I'm going to get something out of it. It also means that I'm truly committed to this. I'm just doing it out of rote. So all of these are different types of focus. I'm doing it for the purpose of the Avodah Hashem. I'm there to serve Hashem. I should be fully focused on it as opposed to not fully focused on it. And I shouldn't do it by, by rote. All of those are forms of focus which are involved. And that's Shlemus Halev. The person is truly doing the Avodah in, in, in every part of his being. I'm keeping all the mitzvahs. So that's the Taisha Apostolic. Um, so, so these are what he calls the five Klodim. Uh He then sees that I'm going to explain them based on the rest of the Sefer is based on explaining what he sees as these five things, these Shlemus Amiti. And the way we're going to explain them is based on this 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 um, um, Brisa Mesetas of Azor, which starts with Termavila de Zihiris, Jerusalem's Torah brings him to being careful about mitzvahs. Serious maybe with Jesus, being careful brings him to be um, to do mitzvahs with alacrity and focus. Jesus maybe the the kiyos person make sure that there's nothing missing in his avodah. Kiyos brings such precious that the person is uh, is willing to separate himself from Elam Hazeb because he wants to focus on his avodah. It brings to Tahara, to Chasidus, Anova. Brings Yerushkait, Yerushkait brings, and then to to, to eventually to Ruchel Kardish. Okay, 
Um, so it's also funny. So the, the flow of the so Sharma says, okay, I, I spoke about these five things, and now that that's like clothing. I'm going now. I'm going to explain the prat. The prat is this Mishnah about Azor. Mishnah about Azor says that Torah brings us to hear us, and here brings us reasons. I mean, how do you? Where is the line that you're you're drawing and you're connecting from? Torah brings us to hear us, brings us reasons, etc. To Yira Ava Alechas Bechol Rochav, doing the mitzvahs with focus, doing all the mitzvahs, etc. It's like a different. It's it's not it's not a, a an explanation of of the protim of the klal. It's a whole different set of rules. They might run parallel. They might run parallel to each other, but it's not. It's not a. He's seeing that this is the claw and these are the protim. Right. This is like so that that's a little bit difficult to understand. What is he saying uh, in that in that in that section? Okay. So that's the challenges here in the parsha. Um, right. Um, and none of them, uh, you know, all of them being very, very major issues. Trying to understand, so it's clear from Chazal, and a bit like the, the uh, um, um, the Mishnah brings earlier from Chazal. Chazal say that the parshas are with the word Hain. Hain in 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 in, in Lashon Yavani is one. There's one thing Hashem wants. And the one thing is Yira. So let's define year a little bit, and you know, which is a little on the lines with what he's saying. Let's, let's see, maybe we can we can hone it a little bit and see and see what Chazal is saying. There's a drushes around which I did not upload. We talked about the concept of year, and I've, I've told you this over. Um, Rav Hutner talks about this in Pachad Yitzchok in, in, in Shabbos, um, the first mimer about Shabbos. So. Talks about the idea of Yiro. He brings the philosophical question that uh, people grapple with that we know that man is, is made by Salam Alukim. So, Salam Alukim doesn't mean a physical appearance, it means that we have the Midas parallel to Kodesh Baruch's Midas. So, one of our Midas is Yiro. So, Kodesh Baruch is not scared of anything. Basham loves, he's not, there's no Yiro by Kodesh Baruch. So, is, why is it possible if man is made by Salam Alukim that man should have a Midas of Yiro, whereas Kodesh Baruch doesn't have that? So is it possible to count up the year by Kodesh Baruch? That's the the philosophical debate. Um, so Rav Huttner in the says that it's it's a mistake. It, it, it depends. First, you have, to, you have to translate the concept of what what the word year means. So the uh, the Drushes around when he talks about the in this week, it's relevant to this, this week's parsha. He has a mimer on on Europe. Um, he says, Yira is the awareness of the limitation of one individual vis-a-vis another. Um, so I'm walking in a dark alley, and I meet this guy, and the guy's twice my size, and he's a muscle builder, right? and he has uh, bats in each hand, so I feel very limited vis-a-vis him. So therefore, I'm scared. It's awareness of the gap. Um, so if he's 350 pounds with two bats in each hand, I'm very scared. If I'm, if I'm 400 pounds with three bats in each hand, I'm not scared, because I don't have any limitations vis-a-vis the guy, right? Right, my limitations of running, but I have limitations of vis-a-vis that guy, right? So, Yira is the idea of a tzimtzum, of a, of, a, of a limitation. The Ram, when he describes Yira, Yira, he describes Yira is the person being acutely aware of the gap between himself and his creator. We feel that, he stands in the presence of an onam gadol, we feel an acute awareness of how small we are compared to that individual. So that's why we have Yira. Or what are you scared of? He's not going to hurt you. 
And Marshal Feinstein wouldn't hurt a fly. He was the most Zisa person in the world. Right? But you stand there with awe because you're very aware of your limitations. So Yira is more the, is more the concept of the Tzimtzum that one is aware of. Kosh creates a concept of Tzimtzum for himself in the certain sense that limits himself in his hug of this Bria. That's the Yira of a Kosh That's the philosophical part of it. That's, that's, that's not really so relevant for us. Um, he uses it to explain the following. There's a Ramban in Parshas Yisroi. We know there's a concept of the Gemara Nyevamis for your Dafyaminix. That essay is overrides a Losa essay, which at first glance seems you have to explain why, because we know the Losa essay is the punishment is Malchus. And essay, there's no punishment. At best, a person should bring a Kerman Erla, which is a voluntary bringing a Kerman Erla as a Kapara. So obviously, Losa says more Kerman than essay. Losa says get Malchus, and essay is nothing. So why is an essay the Losa essay? So the uh, Ramban says, uh, seemingly a, a answer which is difficult. To, there's a difficulty with it, which is coming to explain. He says, but an essay represents Ava, and a Losa say represents Yira, and we know that Ava is more is overpowers Yira. Ava, Ava is stronger than Yira. That's what Ramban says. So he says, what does that mean? And the Gemara says, but is not like that. The Gemara says that that a person should separate from Ava and from Yira because a person who has Yira. Um, will be very committed to his avoda, but he might try to run away. Person as Abba doesn't want to leave. So the more is describing the same action, and there's a concept of the year and Abba in the same action. What do you mean? A Caesar Abba, unless it says a year. So Huda says, the Ramban does not mean that the motivation for a says is from Abba, the motivation for Losa says is from Yira. People are very careful about Shabbos, Losa says Shabbos, because they love Hashem. And people put on tefillin because they're scared of punishment. I mean, the, the, the motivations can work both ways. He's describing actions. An action of withholding, holding back, it seems so as Yira. An action of expanding, doing, accomplishing, reaching out is Ava. Ava is that we, we, we break down the barriers between ourselves and somebody else. We connect. Yira is that we feel an acute awareness of how different and distinct we are from that individual. So that's the, what he means with the uses of the word Ava and Yira. That's how the explains, based on this idea of the, of the Ran, Ava and Yira. So Yira is a, an acute awareness of who, who we are vis-a-vis our Creator. The Raman then says, the Raman in Perak Bays of Yisari Torah, the Raman describes that, that Ava and Yira really work in tandem because I'm standing in front of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. I'm, I'm acutely aware that I'm in, living in a Kodesh Baruch Hu's world. It's his world, not my world. And I'm, I'm a puny nothing compared to him. I feel my the total limitation of a, cre- of a creation vis-a-vis its creator. But I also think about the, the fact that Kosh even though there's such a big gap, loves me anyway. So the, the, the reaction to that is a tremendous feeling of love to Kosh that he's willing to love such a small, puny individual, insignificant individual. So I, th- I feel a, a feeling of love to Kosh that even though there's such a big gap, he still loves me anyway. So Yira generates Avu. The, the more, the only, I only truly understand how much a Kodesh Baruch is giving me, understand how small I am and puny I am vis-a-vis a Kodesh Baruch. So the more I, I'm aware of the Yira, the more I'm aware of how much a Kodesh Baruch is giving me anyway, how much that, that, that indicates his level of love. So the more Yira, the more I'm aware of how much Kodesh Baruch is loving me I reciprocate by the feeling of love to Kodesh Baruch. 
So the starting point is Yira. Yira is the awareness of being a create, being something which is created visits, visibly its creator. That's up to man. If you truly absorb that thought process, so you'll come to love a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You will feel an Akhrayas to want to give back to that, that creator. So you, you will be careful with your avoider. You will follow the rules that he gave you because it's not your world, it's his, it's his world. And the next step, is, and, and there'll be a Halicha Midrachav. Halicha Midrachav is, Halicha Midrachav, I, I think the correct way of saying it, excuse me, um, Halicha Midrachav um, is, we have the Pratim that Kashbrochah wrote in the Torah that he wants us to do. We have an overall message of what Russia wants to happen in the world. We know that it's a concept of importance of, of for example, Puravu. The more he calls it a Mitzvah Rabba, because the Apostle says, because he wants the world to be populated. He wants man, to, to, mankind to increase. So the Mitzvah Puravu, the Mitzvah Puravu was, was the, first, the, the, the first or second Mitzvah given to, to Adam and Chava. Um, arguably, the first Mitzvah was given was the, that the what, what they're allowed to eat from the Gan and not, not allowed to eat from the Gan. And then Prabhu was given, which one came first, okay, it's an argument. But either way, it's it's, it's up there, right? Kodesh Baruch created the world because he, he wanted to generate mankind. He could have made a lot of people simultaneously. He didn't want that. He wanted to go through a process of, 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 a, of a parent giving birth to a child. Why do you want to do it like that? I don't know. Um, that's his business. We could have come, come, come out of eggs, you know, you know, we generated out of spontaneous generation. I mean, Russia could have made it any way he wanted. Why he made it that way, I don't know. But that's me. But, but he's very clear that that this is the way that he chose. But he doesn't want it's not. He doesn't want us to say, okay, you know, I'm happy the way it is. You know, my 1.2 kids um, and my dog and my cat, and that's it. Russia wants the world to be well. Chashem, we're populating the world. Okay, good. That's what he wants. You know, well, there's not there's not going to be enough animals and trees anymore. Okay, good. The person didn't say he created the world because he wants animals and trees. He created the world because he wants mankind. So, the same way he wants mankind, it's clear that he wants mankind to function. And the, the, the what what he's referring to as the 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 derech yosher, which is the, is the yosher between individuals and the shalom of the medinas. Is the Russian wants a world where mankind can function? That that's in, included in that is these hanhagas which will bring towards the functionality of the world functioning together. That, that's embedded in the in the tachas of the bria. That's the Russian wants. That is that's now. Is that the final purpose of it? No. The final purpose of it is that different man can then use that as a vehicle to serve a kodesh baruchu, become a mateiv like a kodesh baruchu. Come connected to Kaddish Baruch and Metzi Hashem will give us reward. But we don't serve Kaddish Baruch for the reward. We serve Kaddish Baruch for the revealed purpose of what He wants the world to have, what He wants us to accomplish in the world, and then then He rewards us. The Russian wants a functioning world. That's part of the Ratzon of Kaddish Baruch. That's clearly revealed in the Torah. That's halichah bedrachav. So the 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 everything which lends itself towards. The, the, removing the friction between, between man and man accomplishes that. Um, 
But that's all once you accept that I'm not the boss. That I'm just I'm just a creation in in, in somebody else's world. So Yira is the the linchpin which everything comes, which everything is based upon. That's why Chazal said that the Russian just asked for Yira. The other ones are a natural progression. Chazal was seeing that even though the, 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 we're delineating what natural progression should be and why it's important and what the Russian's goal is over here, but the progression is natural. Once you have Yira, the other things will follow. Um, the reason why we grapple with what does that mean is because we're not overflowing with Yira. Um, so we don't see why that's a natural progression sometimes. you know, We don't see it practically happening. But you can imagine a, a person who is um, even in a, um, um, going back to my Moshe with, with Ramosha, the person who lived in the presence of Ramosha Feinstein, so he saw the, the gap between himself and Ramosha. So he he started saying, "Well, if I live in a world with Ramosha Feinstein is there, I want to know what Ramosha thinks of what should be happening with the world. That makes sense. I, I understand how puny I am vis-a-vis him, and he's not the owner of the world. But I would still subjugate my my thought process to his his ideas. Kabbalah, if he created his, his yeshiva, I say he has goals which should happen in his yeshiva. He made the yeshiva to some extent." Right, I would want, want to follow the rules because I just have such an awe from him. I would want to get close to him. I would want to I would, all the, all these things are, are going to be a natural progression. Um, so yeah, the pasuk makes this tremendously long list, laundry list, which is which is a, is a, is, a, is, a, is ten, ten lifetimes. So what does it mean kiim? Just right. But what what Kosh-Burra really is asking is. Um, the first step, and then the the rest of it is going to happen. Going to happen. Obviously, I have to work on. It, I have to refine it, etc. But there's a natural progression from step to step. Um, the last question we we had on the on the session was that he he says this possible He looks at this pasuk as a cloud, and he says this is the brisa. It's the proud. So there's another challenge that we have in the Brisa and the Sosha Shorim. The Brisa starts with Torah brings the Sahiras, Sahiras brings the Zrizas, Zrizas brings the Nakiyas, Nakiyas brings the Prishas, Prishas brings the Hara, etc. That's the Brisa. Sosha Shorim says, I'm going to write my saber based on that um, Brisa, which it, it does. So you have the, 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 the Prokham, which deal with, with first of all Sahiras, they talk about Zrizas, they talk about Nakiyas. He follows the order of the Brisa. The first step of the price is Torah brings us the heroes. So we would have argued uh, the second parakim starts with the heroes. What's the first parak? Take a guess. Torah, right? And that would be the first, first, the first step of, of if if everything else. See, he has six parakim about the heroes. Then he goes on to Zrizas, Then he goes on to the keys, etc., etc. So that's he, he follows the price perfectly. And the Bryce starts with the Torah brings us a heroes. He should have started the first paragraph. The first paragraph we recalled Torah. If you look at the first paragraph, it's not called Torah. It's called Klal It's what's the person's responsibility in his world. That's the name of the paragraph. And that's what he talks about. So he talks about what are what is it, 
what are the person's responsibilities in the world? And he says, what, what is a man created for? He says that the person was created, the person wants to be mated to him, and that's only possible in Alam But this world is the vehicle to get there. So it's, it's, it's called Chavez Adam Ba'alamai, his responsibilities, but it's, it's predicated on the deal that the person wants to give to us. And the, the, the only vehicle which it's possible to give to us is through the process of mitzvahs. That's the, that's the lesson the Torah is giving us, that's what I'm saying. So the Bryce says Torah brings us a hearers. Doesn't mean that a person sits down and learns a lot of Gemara. Boom, he has a hearers. It means a person who learns a lot of Gemara thinking about what is the message of that lot of Gemara? What is it? What is it telling me that the Bryce is from the Russians rotten for the Bria. So if you start thinking of Torah, uh, Torah is the message of Kodesh Baruch of what he wants to happen in the world. You start thinking about the purpose of the world. So the message of the first the first parak is purpose. That's in the counts of the purpose is the, and, and a, the, the, the other side of the coin of Yira, I think. What do I mean? Once a person is aware that he's a crea- creation and the Russian is a creator, it's it, the, then the, the next step is why? If I live in a world where I'm the boss, I never ask why. Right? Yeah, it's one of the, the issues which you know, the Bali, the people working care of, etc., deal with a lot. You know, like you know, people have a very, very strong sense of right and wrong. If you don't believe in a creator, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. What's the difference? Do whatever you want. The world is chaos. It's out of came out of chaos. It evolves this way. It could evolve any other way. There's no no real importance so like this whole idea of I, I i have social justice the whole thing is ridiculous like i mean if you could, could talk to them because like, they don't they don't think so you can't talk to them right but right Ari, am i am I making sense what right so so the the, the idea of terror which the social Sherman translates into that there's a purpose in life is the flip side of the, the awareness of being a creation. If there's a creator, then I can go to the next step. If there's a creator, there's a purpose. Um, and then the purpose is what leads me to, so I've taken a path the of the Pasuk that Yira is, the Chazal are saying Yira is to be specifically lead me towards a specific purpose. So that's what I do. We look at the Pasuk as a cloud. And the Chazal are seeing it as a prat. And that prat leads me through this process of Zahiras, Zerizas, etc., which, if I master those, I'm going to be a person who has Yira, I'm going to be a person who's going in the ways of Hashem, I'm going to be a person who keeps all the mitzvahs, I'm going to be a person who loves God's Baruch, etc. So it's a, it's not, it's a prat in the sense of it's, this is the, the plan of growth, how to get there. That's, I think, how to understand um, uh, um, um, behind the what's what's going on in this pasuk? I thought of one last thought, which I wanted to share with you on, 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 in this regard. But give me a second, because right now it's eluding me. Um, if I don't find this soon, I will. I'll have to. I'll have to hold it. Give me a second. No, it's it's eluding me right now. Um, the the second part of the the the, the 
document which I sent to you deals with quotes a piece of Mashar Tshuva the Ben Yerna, but the Ben Yerna talks about in the third shah he talks about the different levels of the, the of mitzvahs. His purpose over here is to point out there are many mitzvahs that we're not so careful about, and we don't realize how important they are. So even though they seem to be not as important, they are, are very important. So he talks about their bonans. Oh, it's only their He says, no, no, their are very important. It's only an essay. No, essays are very important. And then he lists various different essays which we, we, should, we need to be aware of and careful about, which we're not so aware of and careful about. Does the same thing um, uh, with Allah Shem Ramaisa, Allah He goes through the Madrega Madrega of, of, of different types of mitzvahs, which there, there are ty- details which we're, we're not careful about, or types of mitzvahs under that category which we're not so aware of, carry about. He says a fascinating thing. He says, um, just read that, that um, it's the third page of the document. Um, so Rav Chaskel, when he talks about this in the, the, the Taurus of Rome, Rome Krasinski, he talks about this, says that Yonis are what we describe as the people who reach high madragas. Seemingly that's like the, the tremendous Bali Avoida reached these madragas. You should know that they were not given just for such people, they're given for everybody. They're given, uh, they were given but they were given in the through the vehicle of assays, not Lois assays, etc. He says, "Malta Bechira, Talmud Torah, Gomer Darchi Hashem, Shleim Sapi Tochen, Thinking about Kadosh Baruch Hu's Godless, Remembering Hashem as Chasadim, Kedusha, Avoda, Yira, Ava, Dveikus." So these ten mitzvahs I say, we look at the people as Ava's Hashem and Yira's Hashem, Dveikus and Hashem, Kedusha. Like that's be, that's way beyond me, you know. That's for the big mile, That's a mile. It's a big mile of It's a beautiful quality beyond me. He says, no, no. It's given as, as an assay. We have the responsibility to do it. A lot of them are based on the six parsha. We have Ava. We have Avoda. We have Dveikus and Hashem. We have Yira. We have Zichron Chaste Hashem. Don't forget what Chris Baruch did for us. Because the pasuk says, don't be, be careful not to forget. So a lot of five of them are in the six parsha. Um. So it sort of complements this idea, like if, if, if that the, um, the the psukim are, are giving us a, a formula of what it, what the what the what the, what the, what the, what the, what the is saying is this is really the formula of what life is about. This is really, if a person would put himself in a lifetime of avoda, this is what he would be working on. Um, uh, just end with a thought. There's a beautiful uh, safer called Guardian of Eden, written by Russell Miller. Uh, he used to be in um, Pittsburgh and now he's in Calgary. Um, or he was in Calgary. I'm not sure where he is now. I think he's still in Calgary. Um, so he wrote a safer called Guardian of Eden, which was in it. He has the back. He has talks about the woman's avoider, etc. He has letters to Jewish feminist, Orthodox Jewish feminist. He has three letters that conversation that he based on an earlier statement that he written the response that what they questioned so obviously one of the questions that the the, the the that the people have is why are women excluded from various different opportunities for mitzvahs to fill in to the mitzvah etc so he says if a person wants to really list of of what our avoiders to serve a uh, this list over here that we just made in the Ben Yerna um, is enough to fill multiple lifetimes 
So focusing on the fact that you don't have tefillin seems to be weird. If your goal is you want to have opportunity to do avodas Hashem, there's this this whole list of avodas which would truly fill a lifetime. Avas Hashem, Yiras Hashem, being inspired in Chastei Hashem, remembering the Chesedim Kodesh Baruch Hu did, uh, all of these things. Um, now Ali Shur in Chelek Bays has a paragraph where he goes through all of the ten of them. He says they sound quite lofty. Well, we can we can reach some level of them. Um, and uh, he goes through examples of how you could he, he reach some levels of each one of them. For example, he says remember, he says kedusha. So um, kedusha is that the person, uh, because his focus on avoda, uh, understands that olamazeh is not that important, and he limits his interface in olamazeh in order to be able to focus. He's parish, does precious. Right. So he says it doesn't mean that the person stops eating, or the person goes and is a hermit that hides in a mountain. It means he sits down to breakfast and he thinks about what's, what is a healthy breakfast for him. He decides he needs to eat X amount. That's what he eats, and not more. Once you're eating, a lot of times you end up having a little bit extra. So why are you eating extra? If your goal is of eating is because you want you enjoy the food, it tastes good, and all that. It's there to help you serve Kodesh Baruch Hu. So if I, if I need four, three slices of bread to give me a good breakfast that I could run on during the day, and I know that works for me, well, I'm eating a fourth. That's Kedusha. So that's not a major, you know, wild thing that we're asking you to do. He says, everybody can do that. I mean, it sounds easy. When you sit down to breakfast, it's, it's a lot harder than it sounds like, right? Um, and he goes through all of them, all of the 10 things that the Rana listed. There are elements which we can incorporate into our lives in a very small way, and we're we're touching onto these milestones that a human being was created for. Okay, um, maybe um, maybe a different time we'll, we'll actually take that piece of the Ali Shur and go through that piece. I think it's a beautiful piece, and uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to think about.